You're on the Clarity Call. I'm Kimberly. And I'm Alicia. And this is episode 130, Overcoming Trust Issues. Welcome to the Clarity Call, a podcast dedicated to providing useful information and guidance to those seeking encouragement and support while navigating the challenges of caring for a loved one with special needs. We are sisters living in Texas and passionately advocating for the special needs community. Between us, we have 16 children, six of whom have a medically complex diagnosis or are considered special needs. Join us on a journey of mindful awareness that is sure to help you gain an enlightening perspective to help you embrace, create, and live a life you love. Here Here we we go. Okay. Hope you're on and strong in this new year. Um, January's halfway over already. I know. This year's going to whiz by like the last several have. Yep. And uh, you're on the Clarity Call with us, and we're so excited to have you here and learning and growing and finding clarity in this crazy chaos world, because that's what we have to do every day. Beautiful chaos. We love it. So Kimberly has our reality check for us this morning. Yeah. So we're going to share with you um, a Facebook post that we found actually like back in 2021 that I've read it several times, but of course things kind of just like really hit you at specific times in your life um I think right when you need them but um anyways so talking about trust issues today and how they're created um you know they are trauma responses basically and so I realized that I was exhibiting trauma response in being overly independent and feeling like I couldn't rely on anyone else to quote unquote, do things the right way when I was, you know, faced with having two medically complex children and watching them suffer and struggle and go through everything that they were. And I was dealing with that by deciding that I just had to be superwoman for them, that that was how they were going to be okay. And if that's how they were going to be okay, then I could be okay. Because your way is the only right way. Exactly. Okay. Just clearing that up. Yes. And of course, I know now that that's not true. I can recognize in my past self that I really just felt like I had to control things because of how out of control I was feeling about their medical challenges that I couldn't control. When you're watching your child have a seizure, there is nothing in this world that feels more out of control. I can't think of a single thing. Okay, pause. Okay. As soon as you said that, I know it's your reality check, but I have to say this. Do it. Power is not controlling other people. Power is controlling yourself. Trying to control other people is the first sign that you are entirely out of control. Yes, that's exactly Controlling true. others is what weak people think power looks like. Yes, Crazy, it's so true. Huh? It's so true. And if you hear that, I like I can hear that and not judge myself anymore. So please don't judge yourself if you feel like that's, you know, where you're at in life. Like, just lean into it. Just let it be what it is. But that's for sure what was going on for me. And it makes perfect sense. Right. And I love her for trying so hard to be enough for other people so that she could feel like she was enough in the world. You know, 
And it really was. I just had experienced so much trauma being in hospitals and NICUs and doctor's offices and testing after testing, you know, holding children down, screaming, crying, you know, them hurting. It just, it's so hard. It's something you can't explain to somebody. If you haven't gone through it, which if you're here, chances are you might have. In some form or other. It's just, it is a little different than just motherhood on the daily You know, sometimes it is like holding them down for medicine and stuff. Like you do that, you find the holds, all that. Yeah. But this is a whole new level of, of, um, challenge, pain, whatever. I don't know how to describe it, but if you haven't gone through it, find ways to have empathy for people who have, because it is a real challenge. Yeah. It's trauma for sure. And so that all that to say, um, Alicia will share with you this post that, that we found that we feel like is so impactful for understanding over-independence and trust issues and trauma responses and really getting to the core of loving yourself to the point where you don't have to feel like you need to control outside circumstances or other people to be okay in the world. Right. Yeah. So she starts off by saying, this hits hard. The inability to receive support from others is a trauma response. Your, I don't need anyone, I'll just do it myself, conditioning is a survival tactic. And you needed it to shield your heart from abuse, neglect, betrayal, and disappointment from those who you could not or would not, who could not or would not be there for you. From the parent who was absent and abandoned you by choice, or the parent who has never come from working three jobs to feed and house you from the lovers who offered sexual intimacy, but never offered a safe haven that honored your heart from the friendships and family who always took more than they ever gave from all the situations. When someone told you we're in this together or I've got you then abandoned you leaving you to pick up all the pieces when crap got real, leaving you to handle your part and their part too from all the lies and all the betrayals. You learned along the way that you just couldn't really trust people or that you could trust people, but only up to a certain point. Extreme independence is a trust issue. You learned if I don't put myself in a situation where I rely on someone, I will have to be disappointed when they don't show up for me or when they drop the ball because they will always eventually drop the ball, right? You may even have been intentionally taught this protection strategy by generations of hurt ancestors who came before you. Extreme independence is a preemptive preemptive strike against heartbreak. So you don't trust anyone and you don't trust yourself either to choose people. To trust is to hope. To trust is to be vulnerable. Never again, you vow. But no matter how you dress it up and display it proudly to make it seem like this level of independence is what you've always wanted to be, in truth, it's your wounded, scarred, broken heart behind a protective brick wall. Impenetrable. Nothing gets in. No hurt gets in. But no love gets in either. Fortresses and armor are for those in battle or who believe the battle is coming. It's a trauma response. The good news is trauma that is acknowledged is trauma that can be healed. You are worthy of having support. You are worthy of having true partnership. You are worthy of love, of having your heart held. 
to be adored, to be cherished. You are worthy to have someone say, you rest, I got this, and actually deliver that promise. You are worthy to receive. You are worthy, period. You don't have to earn it. You don't have to prove it. You don't have to bargain for it. You don't have to beg for it. You are worthy. Worthy simply because you exist. Yes, and that's the point. That is so hard for us to really understand, though. You know, I know we've shared on the podcast before that you came into this world as worthy as you'll leave it. You can't do anything to diminish your worth. Ever. Right. And that's a hard thing. I mean, I've always known that I have worth. Like, I've never doubted my my worth. Um, but due to ongoing trauma, like it says in the very beginning, from abuse, neglect, betrayal, um, disappointment, all these things, I I don't trust. I haven't trusted for a long time. And that's the one thing my therapist is really trying to help me understand is to just learn how to trust myself. Because if you don't yes. trust yourself... It is, you can't trust other people. Right. And I have doubted my, my real truth for so long. And when you don't value your truth or try to tap into your truth, um, you don't trust. Yeah. Those really do go hand in hand. And so as I'm trying to break down those walls, break down those barriers and learn to just trust myself despite the outcome who it's going to, not that it's going to hurt people, but that I have to learn to be authentic and true to myself so that I can be vulnerable, learn to trust, tear down those walls and, um, start to refocus and reframe my mind. Cause my mind is, you knew it really does chemically change your brain when you go through these things. These trauma responses are Mm -hmm. real. Yeah. So just know that you're not alone in this. Right. Yeah. It makes me think I, I had a coaching session with my personal coach a while back where she was she was telling me that this extreme independence, she was helping me understand how extreme independence is a trust issue. It didn't make sense to me because I'm like, no, like I trust myself. I've got this. But extreme independence, like the way I've been living, trying to care for these medically fragile children has created a challenge for me that I've worked been working through. I probably will always be working through because of my life situation of being able to choose people because I feel like at some point everybody's going to let me down. Like that's just kind of a running belief that I've had in my mind that is for sure not serving me because people will show up for me and will be amazing for me. And just because they don't show up for me in a way that I think they should at some point or another, that, that that's so all or nothing thinking when I'm like, oh, well, then they're not, they're not my person. I can't trust them. And they're not doing their best. Right. I know. Isn't it amazing how it's like, if you look at your relationships and you can see this person is completely trustworthy in these ways and has never let me down in these ways. But in these other ways, I've been let down. And how we let those letdowns completely wash away all of the other ways that we can trust that person. Right. I mean, really think about that for a minute because you really don't, you stop connecting, you stop opening, you stop receiving and loving and bettering yourself and bettering your relationships when you find something that you don't love in someone else or that you, de- you deem as untrustworthy 
and it shuts everything else down that's good. Well, and it's hard because what you value can be different than what other people value. Like it said in that one phrase, you know, having, um, I want to find it real quick. So I say it right. Like from lovers who offered sexual intimacy, but don't offer you a safe haven. It may be that they don't know how. Maybe, For maybe sure. a sexual intimacy is all they, that's their best at, well, this is how I'm showing up to show I love you. Like they're not, yeah. in, they're not intentionally trying to betray that trust, but they truly don't know how to show yes. up with this as a safe haven for your heart. Right. You know? And yes. so we just have to remember that although we, our heart and our mind don't want to believe it, chances are people are showing up with all they have too, the yes. best that they know. Yep. And we have to just be really careful. It doesn't mean everybody does, but most humans, that's just what they know and what they do. Yeah. And so that partner may be showing up the way that they know, and it's just not, quote unquote, good enough for us. It's not what we want. It's not how we want it. Well, and that's why loving and trusting yourself matters so much. Like how often do we say all expectation leads to frustration because nobody is ever going to do it the way you envision it in your mind. They don't have your mind. Right. They can't see it the way that you see it. No one will ever be able to fully fulfill your expectations the way you think it should be done. It's just not even possible. Right. And what's hard is when you share those expectations and those needs and then they still don't show up. That's where the trust really starts to get frayed, I think. Well, and like you said, they may be showing up just not in the ways that you are thinking are meaningful for you or that you want them to. So that's where that line has to be. You have to be careful. You have to step into understanding and compassion and give it the meaning that will help you get to a place where you can trust and love and be invested. And you know what? If someone lets you down, someone betrays you, all of those things, it doesn't have to be the end of you. It doesn't have to mean that you can't choose good people. It doesn't mean you can't trust yourself. It doesn't mean any of those things that our brain wants to offer us. Yeah, and it doesn't mean that they're a horrible human. Right. They, you know, we just, we all have different paths and we all have to, like you're saying, the most important thing is to show up for ourselves, to learn how to trust yourself, to trust your truth, and, and then just move on and make the best choices from there. Yes. To help you achieve clarity and peace every day. Yeah, absolutely. But yes. don't negate the fact that trauma response is real. I had an experience with one of my children yesterday that, um, that they didn't understand why I was feeling the way I did. And I said to them, um, when you try to just sweep something other, under the rug, when I'm trying to address it, I, it hurts me so intense. And he's like, well, you're just saying that I'm like my dad or you're saying this. And I'm like, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying I have real PTSD, real trauma from living in that life for so long. And so when I have a child have one of those things come up, it all comes up for right. me. Oh, and yeah, I have to true. do a lot of work. The tears come out. And I'm, I said, and I'm not trying to, to have you feel what I'm feeling. I'm not trying to put any of that on you. But I just want you to understand the why it makes me concerned. Right. The why I want to talk to you about it. The why I want you to be open and understand that that open communication is only going to be helpful for both of us. Because I don't, I want to address the trauma and I want to not feel those responses kick up. But it's natural. You can't, 
you there's just times where you're going to have those experiences and there's not a lot you can do other than feel it like we've talked right. about when you resist it, it it's bigger and stronger it. let you it have be to just let it be there clean pain and yeah. talk through it talk through it with your children with your spouse with your friends with family when you have those experiences happen acknowledge them for what they are yes because they can also be a great teaching tool for other people oh absolutely yes for sure it makes me think like last episode we talked to you about how to validate or how to give right and so I feel like this episode is about how to receive you know like we get to choose how we're going to receive other people's love and you know, it makes me think about how I'm trying so hard to grow in this way where I can receive because I'm such an over independent mistruster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I had my daughter and, and son-in-law show up on Saturday when I didn't have a nurse and tell me to take a break. Mm. And it was so uncomfortable. It and, was I know. And I'm like, wait, what? Uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. Because I was doing something I had never done before. I had never left both of my children in, you know, anybody else's care without a nurse present. And so I just was like, spent my first like probably hour that I was gone just being like, it's okay. Like having to comfort myself and tell myself that this is, it's okay to receive this. You don't have to control what's going on. It's going to be okay. If there's an emergency, they'll contact you. Like, I had to reassure myself over and over again that this was a good thing. <laughs> that I was being given a gift. Like, welcome it. Open your arms yes. to it. Yes. And then I was able to spend some time doing some work about, um, you know, so this uh, year I'm going to learn how to, what rejuvenation feels like for me. You know, because I feel like I get breaks, but am I really rejuvenating myself? So I got to spend some time doing that and really kind of leaning into the receiving side of it. And then Alicia was with um, Jocelyn so that I could go play games with my big kids one evening this last week. And it really is very challenging for me to not be the person that does the things for my kids every night. And so I had to just... You decide, no, I'm going to go. I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to, you know, have a great time with my kids. And I love games and I don't I hardly ever get to do it, maybe once or twice a year. And so I was able to receive that gift and go and enjoy myself. And because I had done the work, you know, previously to be like, it's okay to feel uncomfortable and receive this and enjoy it, you know? So it was... It was wonderful. It's been a, it's been challenging work to do, but learn how to receive, learn how to accept, learn how to love and care for yourself, because then you are so much better able to love and care for others, right? And and show up in the world as a better version of yourself, which is what we're all trying to do, right? Yeah. So just yeah. Uh... it's good stuff. It's important work to do, and if you want. Uh, you know, me to walk you through it with a coach, you know, as a coach, I would love to do that and help you kind of see those areas that maybe are your blind spots where you could, you know, like last episode, work on validating others in a, in a better way, as well as learning to receive, you know, love and, and breaks and whatever's meaningful in your life from others. Right. So we'll remind you. Of our mantra, 
which is the happiness of your life depends on the quality of your thoughts. You have a would you rather. You just thought it up? Well, yeah. <laughs> Think this. I know she's like panicking. Oh, no, you're not finding something. But it, it reminded me that my son asked me one the other day. Oh, good. Okay. Those so you, are my favorite. You like money? Um, I mean, it's, yeah, sure. I think uh, everyone I, likes money. Just say it. So <laughs> as you're thinking about this, would you rather just know you love money? Okay. So would you rather get a penny every time you take a step Okay. or a dollar every time you jump? Um, I'm going to have to do, I'll make a lot more doing pennies. You think? Otherwise I would, ha- I would purposefully intentionally start hopping everywhere I went. Yeah. I would freaking be a bunny. I know. <laughs> I know. So that's what I said. I'm like, oh, yeah, Penny. Because I, I, and they're like, well, how many steps do you get a day? Well, 20,000. Well, guess what? That's only $200. So then I was like, how many times can I hop in a day? I could get a jump rope and I could jump 500 bucks. Why would you even need a jump rope? You pretend you have a jump rope and you just jump everywhere. Exactly. But still, the idea is that, you know, yeah, you could jump rope for five minutes and make like a thousand bucks. Right. So I'm like, okay, my workout is now going to be jump roping or jumping <laughs> and I'm going to jump. It's going to, but the thing is, is you got the impact on your knees. Like you got it. I was oh, really, I've overthought okay. all of this because okay. I'm like, ah, could I, I, I'm more, you think about the jumping mm-hmm. and then you go, I, I'm more in, I have to do what's sustainable, right? I've been mm-hmm. doing this now for yeah. 12, 13 years on the treadmill. And I'm like, yeah, maybe I'm just slow and steady wins the race. I can just walk and just give me the pennies every time because mm-hmm. I'm consistent. I'm walking. All day, every day. Yeah. I don't sit down. For those of you who are sitters, you may pick up a jump rope and make a few bucks, right? Right, yeah. So That's a good perspective. I like it. So there you go. All right. Well, yeah. thanks for joining us again this week, and we will see you next time. Thanks for joining us on the Clarity Call. Please like and share it, and we'd love it if you'd leave us a rating and review. Be sure to check out claritycallcoaching.com to join our weekly newsletter and sign up for your first free coaching session. You can also connect with us on social media. We're on Instagram as The Clarity Call and on Facebook as Clarity Call.